Welcome back, everyone. Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Our producer is Shane Reardon. Coordinating producer is Therese Ann Seeger. Dr. Cole, tell me a little bit about your clinical research studies at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, because I know on our website uh, we are asking people to investigate that, and if they're interested, there are certain parameters between the ages of 18 and 50, but suffering from knee pain. Tell us more about it. Well, Steve, you know, um, my job is, uh, my day job is largely an orthopedic surgeon, sports medicine, but I'm privileged to be at Rush, which is uh, obviously, an academic institution. So, our you know, it's really a group of private academic orthopedic surgeons and physicians. We're about fifty in number, and um, almost every individual in our group participates in some form of research. And one of the areas that has been particularly gratifying is looking at new or emerging technologies. And because the flow of patients is so large, uh, given the referral basis at uh, for our program, that. We're, we have a, at least a half a dozen FDA trials of new technologies that are trying to get approved uh, by treating legitimate conditions. So if patients, and, and, and as our listeners know, uh, largely our proceeds go to support orthopedic research. Uh, so we're really grateful for, 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 the, for, for that. That's a big part of just you know, our, what we do. In fact, 20, 30% of my time is spent doing research. Um, so anyway, yeah, so if people want to learn uh, about it, uh, certainly on my website, briancolemd.com, there's a um, segment, uh, a section there, patient medical professionals, that has a list of all of our clinical trials. And simply you could go to rushortho.com and see all the clinical trials that are ongoing in all the different specialties. But some of the areas of real, uh, particular interest of mine are cartilage repair and restoration, taking young people who have cartilage defects who I can tell you when I was a resident in the mid-1990s, we would put a camera or an arthroscope in a knee, and it would be an individual, typically a runner, very active, and they'd have an area of cartilage loss. It's really arthritis, but it's a small area, so it's a local spot of cartilage loss. It's like having a cavity, or think about paint peeling on, on the wall. You know, Everything else is normal except the small area where you're missing cartilage, and that causes pain and swelling and lots of disability, and especially in young people. And all we used to be able to do is just go in with a camera and shave it and clean off the edges, and that would be it. And that was, as you can imagine, not particularly gratifying. It could work in the short run, but not in the long run. When I think of cartilage defect, I'm thinking something you're born with, but this not is necessarily, something through, no, it's, uh, overuse maybe? It can be, I, I'd say that, you know, some genetic uh, predilection for it, you know, just, you know, you're just, you have that gene that uh, that leads to early cartilage failure, but it doesn't have to be the entire joint. It can be just a spot. But the other thing we see it is in sports. People have traumatic injury to the joint, and uh, they lose a spot of cartilage. Everything else is fine. There's just a small area that's missing cartilage, and that can be you know, the demise of uh, and cause pain and, and lots of dysfunction. All right, let's bring up a uh, real-life example of one of your clinical studies. On the phone with us is Jasmine Smiles. Jasmine is a Division I track athlete out of Youngstown State University. Jasmine, how are you on this Saturday morning? I'm great this morning. How are you all? Good. Born and raised in Chicago. So how did you uh, how did you hear about Dr. Cole and his clinical trials? Um, it's actually a funny story. So I um, was dealing with this issue when I first came into um, Youngstown State, and that was my freshman year. Towards um, the indoor season, I started having pain, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then I got numerous MRIs. And then um, that's when I heard the news that I did have this defect. So I was trying to find the best of the best to um, do my surgery because there was some talk about surgery. And once I searched up um, doctors that 
specialized um, in this field, Dr. Cole was the first one to pop up. And I was like, oh, I have to find out where he's from or where he's working out of. And he was in Chicago. And I was like, this is perfect. And I knew from that time that Dr. Cole was going to be my doctor. Jasmine, you're sweet. Thank you. Let me, let me ask you a question. Before we did your surgery, and we'll, we'll explain what was done, um, mm-hmm. if you're okay with that, um, how many surgeries had you had in your knee? I haven't had any surgery. This was my first. Okay. And were you unable to compete? Did you redshirt or step out uh, because of the pain you were having? Um, I ran through the pain because um, I just had that drive and I wanted to continue and I didn't want to um, stop running. So I did run through the pain. I don't take any pills because it's hard for me to swallow pills. So I Mm -hmm. just had to um, just deal with it and do either pool workouts to manage the pain or bike works workouts um, to manage the pain. So definitely a lot of managing. Did your performance decrease? It did decrease. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So Steve, she had um, about a quarter size defect in her cartilage in her knee. And there's a technique that, you know, we've talked about it before called microfracture, which has really, you know, had a lot of challenge um, because of other options. Microfracture, as you know, We've talked about Stoudemire in the past, right? That was, I, I brought it up before yeah. while we're off the air. The first time I ever heard of microfracture surgery was with uh, former NBA player Amari Stoudemire, who played with the Knicks and the Phoenix Suns. And I remember the first time I heard microfracture surgery. And I think, you know, uh, our colleagues as well were like, oh boy, that's a serious, serious, yeah. uh, you know, treatment on a knee. It's, it's worse not, than it's, anything yeah, else. But I mean, that, that was yeah, the, that was the right. perception when you hear microfracture sure. surgery. I think, you know, the, the, the thing, the, the, the facts get twisted. The reality is it's a really difficult problem. It's hard to manage it. It's hard to make it get better. And microfracture was one of those solutions. So when a patient didn't do well, it wasn't because it was a tough surgery. It just didn't work. So this particular clinical trial, for example, takes a pretty straightforward procedure, which is microfracture, where we basically clean up the defect. It's like having a pothole, and you make the edges very well-defined through the arthroscopically or through a tiny incision. And then we poke small holes in the bone. We actually can drill holes in the bone. How many? About one to two every five millimeters. Not a lot. And what that does is it gets access to our body's own stem cells. We have cells, they may be stem cells or something like stem cells that are little pharmacy warehouses, if you will, that produce growth factors. And they can help the body heal and form scar cartilage. It's sort of our body's best ability to heal because when cartilage gets injured, it doesn't spontaneously heal. So we induce it to heal by drilling these holes. Fascinating. Yeah, so one of the challenges is that it's not always mature cartilage that forms, and it may not be a complete resolution of the patient's symptoms, or it may not last forever. So this particular technology is a different, is a variant on the theme that she had, which is where we have this, um, uh, we call it biphasic. It's a liquid that's hit with ultraviolet light that turns to a solid that stabilizes the, 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 the blood that is intentionally drawn into the area by drilling the holes right. and kind of keeps it there to form more mature cartilage. We actually performed the goat study. It was a, uh, an animal, large animal study years ago for proof of concept. And uh, this is a company that, you know, they're typically private companies. They're funded uh, through various ways, you know, venture capital, things like that, or, or sometimes they're subsidiaries of very large device companies or pharma companies. And then they run these clinical trials, which are very time-consuming, very expensive, but it's the only way to now get something through the FDA. So uh, Jasmine was, you know, fortunate that she had the right kind of defect. It wasn't huge. It had lots of options to treat it. And this is one to sort of prove that it's a 
that it could be an innovative solution to this issue, and she's now six months out after after having this defect treated. Wow, that's great. We're visiting again with uh, Jasmine Smiles, a Division One track athlete from Chicago, who now uh, participates uh, and runs for Youngstown State University, going through a clinical uh, research study and trial with uh, Dr. Brian Cole, my co-host at Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel on this Saturday morning here on 670 The Score. So, Jasmine, uh, take us uh, up to date right here and uh, the results of your surgery and uh, where you're at right now. Yeah, so I am six months out, and um, it's just been a great journey. I started two days after my surgery with therapy, and um, it was just really working on the range of motion. I didn't have much, obviously, at the beginning, um, but as time passed along, um, I saw that I did have a lot of range of motion. Um, My therapist, Farrah, she measured me um, and stuck to the schedule for the clinical research, and each progress that I made, I just felt more confident. And when I did go into my three-month visit, um, the physician, he touched where the spot, and normally when I was touched in the inside, in the medial um, of my knee, it hurt so bad to um, touch there because of the pain and the defect that was there. But now, like, um, when he did touch in that area, I didn't feel any pain like I previously did. So I was just so happy about that. And um, now I'm six months out, so stairs are getting easier for me. I'm able to get in the pool and just do um, walking, a little bit of strides. Just being active again a little bit um, is helping my confidence, one, and it's helping me just to see where I want to progress and where I want to go for track this year. Well, you know, this is a six to eight month process, as you know, to get well. That's mm-hmm. similar to any cartilage repair procedure. It's an it's an unusual, rare problem. Uh, and I'm honestly, we're we're, you know, you're lucky that you had the right kind of simple defect, and uh, we're you know, we feel very fortunate to be able to have the privilege of helping take care of you. So, I it's great that you're willing to share your story. If if people want to learn more about uh, research that's going on. At Rush, I would encourage them to simply start it. You can go to my website, briancolemd.com, or go to rushortho.com, and you'll see where all the clinical trials are. We have a number of studies, for example, in the sports medicine section in shoulder uh, and knee regenerative medicine and so forth uh, that are really interesting to sort of really put proof to what people think is important, but we don't really have the proof to support it. So anyway, we're grateful to have you. Thanks for coming on our show this morning, and I look forward to seeing you in the office for follow-up and uh, seeing you continue to do well. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. I really do, Dr. Cole, um, for allowing me to take be a part of this study and for doing the surgery. Thank you so much. You're welcome. For me. Great talking to you. Jasmine Smiles from Youngstown State University, born and raised right here in Chicago. Great story, Dr. Cole. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, kind of another uh, avenue. It's our Ask the Doctor segment. I call it the staple of the show. Always fun questions from you. The listener will tell you how to get involved in this week's question. So stay with us at Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.